0: hello
1: hello
0: how are you doing baby I'm better now uh,
1: i'm so happy to talk to you and to see you
0: i'm so excited to be here today it feels like we haven't recorded in forever because we bulk filmed like two weeks ago so we haven't really filmed in a minute so i'm excited to talk to you today
1: I mean, it also just kind of feels like we haven't even spoken in a while because we've been super busy, so I'm excited to see what's up. Like, what's up with you?
0: Well, I have finally moved to North Carolina, and I'm finally settling into my apartment, you know, getting... Trying to get my energy in here because, you know, like, people lived here before, so I'm just trying to get their energy out, bring myself in. We need Um, to get you
1: some sage so that you can sage your apartment, but it's got to be, like, homemade, handmade, like... Natural.
0: Some good stuff, because I need that. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I want to talk about my moving a little bit, because let me just tell you, this is the mm-hmm. first time I ever did a big move, like, a, like from out of state. Honestly, like, I only moved one time, like, 30 minutes away from my parents' house. So mm-hmm. this is a big move for me. And one thing I was not expecting was how hard it was going to be to bring all of my stuff up to the third floor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Babes, it was bad when I tell you I did not know how much stuff I had this is one thing I did not recognize like when you move you're gonna realize how much shit you have so this is the time to spring clean because I had way too much stuff it was like 16 trips up in the blazing hot sun I was sweating Jared moved with me and he was hyperventilating on the ground like almost throwing up it was so bad like it was a lot
1: y'all aren't even in Texas where it's like 105 like I feel so bad for Mitchell and his dad because I let them do all of that (laughs) But we are also three, we're on the fourth floor, but it's three flights of stairs because the ground level is like beneath the first floor. So um, yeah, it's freaking hard. Like even me carrying groceries up those flights of stairs, I'm like (laughs) taking breaks on every like level between the flights of
0: stairs. Exactly, I was not expecting it. My poor mom, by the end, I was like, mom, just carry a pillow. Like (laughs) that's all you should do. So that was a lot, but I'm finally settling and like been looking around the like town that I live in, and this is my first time actually living in a city, so I'm actually able to do stuff. I can drive three minutes. I'm like in the center of town. There's so much to do around me, and Mm -hmm. like I said, I'm just like really trying to get my energy, just like get my footing in the town because... Just
1: like get settled in.
0: Exactly. So that's the big news, and then actually when you guys hear this, I'll be starting my job tomorrow so everyone send me good energy send me your thoughts i need all the good energy i'm super excited for it but obviously it's just the first day jitters like i know it's gonna all work Mm -hmm. out and i've already went to my work this week to like go talk to the people and like i feel good about it but it's just still nerve-wracking because i just want to do my best and it's like my first big boy job right out of college so i want to make it good but i feel great energy here i love my apartment i love where i move so i have such good energy around me so i just want to keep it going but not just it. So I'm just excited to be here and talk to my bestie. So yeah, I'm all good in the hood, but you've been up to a lot of stuff, Chloe. So tell me what you've been up to, bestie.
1: I have. So um, last week, I finally made it onto the guest list for Mitchell's Family Lake Week, which was very exclusive for, I've, I mean, we've been together for three years. And so for two years during the summer, it was like, uh-uh, it's family only. Nobody else is invited, just family And then it was probably like six or seven months ago that I was talking to his mom, Mary, our number one listener. And she was just like, you know, this year for Lake Week, we're really thinking of doing a Dean's List concert on the lake. And the Dean's List is Mitchell's stepdad's band. And they're like my favorite band in the world. They're so good. And she was like, yeah, I think we're going to do a Dean's List concert on the lake this year for 4th of July. And I'm just expecting to not be invited. So I'm like, oh, my God, that would be so fun. Like, that sounds amazing. And she's like, yeah, but I mean, I can't do a Dean's List concert without my Chloe there. And I was like, does this mean I'm invited? So I finally got to make it and it was so fun. We spent like every day outside. I was playing in the lake with the kiddos, braving the snakes in the lake because the kids wanted to swim and like Aunt Chloe isn't going to like not be the fun aunt. So I'm like, you know what? I'll do what I have to do. Um, we had some amazing food. We played lots and lots of pool, which i'm I'm working on. I'm getting better at my pool game. Tim, you gave me a lot of pointers, so shout out for you. Um, but, yeah, it was just a really good time. It was very relaxing. I love upstate New York. It's like it reminds me so much of Michigan where I grew up. So it's very, like comforting to be back in the north and around lakes and super green grass. So, I mean, all in all, Lake Week was like a total bop. And then immediately after that, I came home and my mom came to town to visit me in Austin. And so she's in the other room right now watching A Star is Born featuring Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Iconic. So if you hear any of that, like we can't tell her to turn the volume down because it's Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. So
0: That's welcomed any podcast. It's welcomed,
1: exactly. (laughs) So she's watching that so that I can have a little break to record today. But we have had a hoot and a half together, Garrett. Like main thing I have to just talk about is last night we went to this little tiny outdoor like beer lounge bar type of thing that's right across the street from my house. And we were planning on going there, getting one beer and then going out to get dinner after. So we were just going to stop by, have a little beer. So I ordered a cider and she poured like a little bit of it out. And then she was like, oh, shoot, you know, the keg is out. They're switching it in the back. It's just going to be like a few minutes if you want to drink this now and then come back in, I'll give you a full pint when you get back in. And I was like, that's fine. No worries. So I go back inside about 20 minutes later to get the rest of my pint, come back out. And Molly is not at our table anymore. But like our phones and purses are sitting at the table. And I'm like, oh, my God, where did she go? She's made friends. She's out there playing connect four with like five other people. (laughs) And she has already introduced herself to all of them. And then I come out and she's like, this is my daughter, Chloe. And we ended up spending like five hours with those people and just hanging out, like all having a good time together. Molly was buying shots and drinks for everybody, like round after round. (laughs) Like she just kept being like shots, shots, let's get shots. And she was getting a little tipsy, so she found out, like, half of the night in that she had been calling one of the guy by the wrong name all night, and she's like, oh my God, I'm humiliated. Let me get you a shot. Shot. Can we get a shot? Molly.
0: uh, She said, (laughs) I'm out in Austin. I love... She was the life of the party. That does not surprise me one bit. She
1: absolutely was the life of the party, like, no doubt about it. And what's so fucking funny is that we went on a Thursday, and I was like, look, this is a... It's like a place where they do live music a lot of the time but i don't think they're gonna have music tonight because it's just a thursday night but i don't know maybe they'll have like a thirsty thursday kind of deal or something well i was wrong do you want to know what the thursday deal is oh goodness turtle racing thursdays
0: oh gosh
1: so as we're there they're setting up this big like arena and I'm like, turtle racing, that can't be like, they're not real turtles, are they? Yes, they absolutely are.
0: No. They keep
1: a bunch of turtles in a shed behind the bar. <gasps> like, as someone who's like an animal rights activist, this was actually really upsetting for me. But I was, it was about also, to say. It was also a fun time. So like, you know, I was gonna let everybody have their fun. But I feel for those turtles, like, I'm so sorry. Um, But anyways, they bring all these t- turtles out. They all have numbers painted on their shells. They put them all in this bucket, and then they lift the bucket up, and the turtles slide down this little slope, and whoever makes it to the edge of the little arena first wins. And all of the turtles have different nicknames. Like, mine that I chose every time was Lindsay Blohan, but there was one that was, like, Chuck Tortoise instead of Chuck Norris. Um, There was a Kim Kardashian one, but I can't remember what her name was. There was, like, a Turtle Swift for Taylor Swift. Like, it was just really funny. It was so fun. And... Every time that they do another round of the racing, they would pick someone from the crowd to go up and lift the bucket and release the turtles. And I had run inside to go to the bathroom and I come outside and all of the people that we had been hanging out with are standing up and they're waving me over. And I'm like, what's going on? And I'm sprinting across this outdoor lawn because Molly was releasing the turtles and everyone in the whole bar was going, Molly, Molly, Molly. And I was like, her kane molly's in town like (laughs) the guy announcing is like it's always a fun time when molly's here i'm like hell yeah it's always a good time when molly's here it was so fun it was such a good time and literally tonight we are going out to another bar like an actual like more like a club to go see Britt, one of my new friends who's a bartender there and mom promised last night that we were gonna go see her at work so we're going back out on the town tonight
0: (laughs) That is so fun. I am so jealous. The first time I come to Texas, Molly's going to come with me because I need to see this side of Molly. Like I, I've never
1: even seen this side of Molly.
0: I'm jealous. Like That sounds like a blast. Mm-hmm. She's living her best life in Texas. And the t- turtle racing is the most Texas thing I've ever heard. So you're living <laughs> your full life, full experience. My Texas dream. Exactly. You're, I really am. You're in your Texas era for sure. And I cannot be more happy.
1: <laughs> it's just so funny. And like... Honestly, I don't know if anyone that we met last night will listen to the pod, but I absolutely told them all about my podcast. But I just want to say, like, shout out to all those people because, you know, obviously we don't go out to a bar expecting to hang out with a mom all night. But, like, they were so great, so inviting. We all had such a good time together. And... It really made her night, which really made my night, and it was so much fun. Like, just walking out and hearing everyone chanting, Molly, Molly. That's, like, a core memory now.
0: I love that. That's so fun, Chloe. So you get a busy bee.
1: And then today, this morning, she's the one who's like, go, 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 go. I'm like, Mom, I need to take a nap. Like, I'm tired. I told her, I think I need to sleep in tomorrow morning. And she's like, okay, till, like, what, 8? I'm like, no, I mean, like, sleep in. To, and she's like, till when, Chloe? Like, 8.30, 9 at least? She's like, what the hell am I supposed to do by myself until 9? Oh, I'm going to be up at 5. I'm like...
0: Just get her drunk okay. tonight. Get her drunk tonight and that'll take care of you. Take care of you for tomorrow morning. I'm not going
1: to have to get her drunk tonight. Britt's going to take care of it for me.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: <laughs> but we went on a little double-decker trolley tour today. Or, like, a double-decker bus tour to kind of be, like, a tourist in my own city. And get, like, all the little facts and fun facts about downtown austin which was actually really fun we had a really good time and honestly i think i saw way more of the city today than i would have seen in like three years of living here on my own because it just gets you to all the different parts of town so that you can kind of check it out and anyone who's listening if anyone knows anyone who goes to ut university of texas longhorns in austin like i'm like freaking sad i didn't go there for college because it's so lit. Like it looks like the coolest college town, coolest experience ever. But we also checked out like some old parts of town, there was a little bit of like spooky, scary history, like it was just so fun. And then we went out and got Mexican food and got giant margaritas after so I mean, just a 10 out of 10.
0: So much fun. So you girls are just having the time of your life. And when is your brother and sister arriving?
1: I think it's gonna be like next week, halfway through the week. So they're only gonna be in Austin for like a night or two, and then they're gonna take Molly back with them to Wichita. So I'm I'm getting Molly to myself for like a week and a half. I love that. So fun. So great.
0: So much fun. Uh, And I
1: haven't I haven't seen my brother Garrett since I graduated high school.
0: It's a family reunion, babes. It's gonna be so fun.
1: Last night, Molly's like, okay, when Travis and Nicole get here, we are going to this bar and like, we're doing turtle racing. We have to make sure to come on a Thursday. I'm like, all right, all right, deal.
0: Tradition. Hey, we're setting Tradition. in stone. <laughs> well, that sounds like so, so much it fun. Has been,
1: it has been so fun. I'm so glad she's here because I was home alone for like three days before she got here and I was starting to go freaking crazy. Cause like it kind of blows being home alone in a town where you don't know anybody. Like you're kind of in that situation right now, but luckily you're more in like the still moving in, getting stuff put away and like, you're about to start work. So you have stuff to focus on, Yeah. but I was like, what do I do all day, every day? I don't have any money yet. Cause I haven't started work. I don't have anything, any more boxes to unpack. I don't have anyone to hang out with like what the hell do i do all day
0: i can tell you what chloe did chloe had some cockies and did a lip sync battle for her life for several hours and i was so jealous i wish i was there but let me tell you so entertaining and i was she was living her best life so i was living my best life through her
1: <laughs> that that whole day and night took me back to my time living in monarch by yes because i was just like Okay, what do I do all night? Well, I'm going to start blaring some music because that will make me feel better. And then I started dancing and then I started drinking and I was like, okay, I'm cute right now. Like, I'm putting on a performance. Like, I can't just, like, hog this all to myself. I need to share it. So, I did a mass share with everyone on Snap. Make sure everybody got a little bit of it. Babes, I drank vodka Red Bulls all night that night, then switched to margaritas. But I drank four full-size Red Bulls in one night. I didn't sleep at all, all night, not because of the caffeine, but because I was sitting there wide awake in bed, listening to my heart go, and I was like, I'm about to have a heart attack any second. Like, I'm going to be all alone in this apartment. My mom's going to show up to the hotel, to the airport and be like, where's Chloe? Get an Uber here and find me dead in bed of a heart attack at 24 years old because of four Red Bulls in one night. Like, I was off my rocker
0: she was toasted
1: (laughs) (laughs) but i was having the time of my life like it was so fun i love a bathroom concert
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i do too the best
1: lighting they you've got the lighting you've got the acoustics like the big mirror i have to be able to see my moves so
0: there you go hey i loved it and i was obsessed with it what was your
1: favorite song of the night that i sent to you do you know (sighs)
0: Well, you didn't send this one to me, but it sticks out in my mind when you sent Jared Covergirl by RuPaul and you're walking up and down the, your, like, um, hallway. And I, all I could think about was your neighbors at, like, 12 o'clock at night hearing you stop up and down. <laughs> <laughs> but there are so many. Mm. I, I can't even fathom, babes. It was so good. I love it.
1: Oh, my God. Speaking of that, I have to tell you the most embarrassing thing of my whole fucking life. Speaking of neighbors and complaints, I got oh. a complaint. <gasps> Or, like, Mitchell and I technically got a complaint for our apartment, and it was the most embarrassing thing ever. So, the people below us complained because on multiple occasions, I have been, like, one drink too deep and gone to the apartment directly below and tried to open the door thinking it's my apartment. And also, just so you guys don't think I'm, like, a complete fucking idiot, my apartment, like, when I open the door... If I turn left the staircase has three flights but if I go right it has fly- five flights because like I mentioned before the first floor is like not on the ground level it's like more like a basement level kind of so like the apartment complex that I'm on is on a hill so the fr- one side of it has three flights of stairs the other one has five and sometimes when I've had a little bit of tequila or sometimes when Luffy is hot and he's ready to go inside when we go up that five flight of stairs once we get three up we think we're good to go So we go and we rattle that door and then we look up at the number and realize that we made a huge mistake and then we run away and go upstairs and they've complained because it's happened a few times which like little do they know I've also actually like walked into the complete wrong building gone up a flight of stairs and tried to get into a door also because I'm just a fucking idiot and I told everybody like my mom and my sister thought it was really funny but my dad was like He roasted the hell out of me. He's like, Chloe, that's really weird. And he was like, do you have some sort of a learning deficiency? Because I don't understand why you don't just read the numbers on the door. And I'm like, Dad, (laughs) it's muscle memory.
0: (laughs) Well, my question is, how do they know it's you?
1: That's my question, too. (laughs) I think they just, like, figured that it was the people above them, like, getting confused. But I'm like, honestly, why do you complain about that? Like, obviously, I'm just a little confused.
0: I think if someone breaks in every day at like 2 o'clock.
1: <laughs> and I've never, like, their door's always been locked. So it's not like I've ever, like, walked into their apartment and be like, oops, sorry, and, like, walked out, which has happened to me at Monarch before. So, like, and when a guy walked into my apartment once and was like, oh, sorry, I mean, I was cool about it. I was just like, hey, no worries, man. And then I got up and locked to the door. But, I mean, anyways, I'm going to start complaining about other people now, because there's been a car that has had their alarm going off for, like, 10 days straight, and I'm like, How are they not getting a complaint? But I am come on and also like besties respond in the comments. Do I write a card and like maybe buy like some flowers or not flowers? But I don't know. Do I like write a card that says like, sorry, I've been coming to your door. I won't drink tequila anymore. Like tequila makes me stupid and leave it at their door or something like do I put an apology out there into the world or do I just let it ride?
0: I don't know because they don't seem like the people that want to be friends they're like exactly
1: so the i don't know i think it is i think that it's because they have drugs downstairs in that apartment and that's why they're like ultra sketched out about it because the other day when i walked by it really smelled like ganja mm. so i'm wondering if that's what it is if they're like either selling or just have weed, and so they get sketched out every time. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, I can't even focus on you, because all I can hear is Gaga singing. I'm off the deep end in the background, but I'm obsessed. Is it too loud? No, it's good. Turn it down. No, no, it's good. Like, I'm enjoying it. (laughs) (laughs) But that leads us perfectly into what we're obsessed with. Chloe, what have you been obsessed with the past couple of weeks, Spill?
1: I finally have some new stuff to talk about, because I feel like every time, my obsessed is like, eh, nothing new. So... I finally had the opportunity to watch the first four episodes of And Just Like That. Obsessed. I'm obsessed. But it's kind of like a love-hate relationship because like the scenes that I love, I love. But the scenes that I hate, I hate. Yeah. But I'm still obsessed. Like I still need to see more. Same. So I'm obsessed with Carrie, obviously. I'm obsessed with Charlotte still. Like I still really like her (sighs) storyline. We won't get too deep into Miranda because anyone who watches it knows that it's just like fucking ridiculous at this point, but just some bullet points on Miranda. Like, I don't need to see her pegging anybody. Fast forward through all of her scenes, pretty much, because I'm like, it's just a little uncomfortable to watch, especially because I was watching this at Family Lake Week by myself in the basement, (laughs) and I was so scared that someone would come downstairs and catch me watching the scene with her with a strap on. Um I could do without that. I could do without her in these grandma-ass outfits. Like, so weird. The scene of her... Spoiler alert. But the scene of her going into Shay's, like, filming episode, like, live live TV show, and her phone goes off. I'm like, oh, my God. She should be canceled altogether. And it also makes no sense to me that Shay suddenly has a husband. Like, that storyline doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. It doesn't connect. But... The last thing I'll say, Garrett and I have already discussed this a little bit. I could really do without Seema, the realtor friend. And I'm not sure the other friend's name, but Charlotte's friend that she made that has like two or three kids and a husband who's like a lawyer, I think. I could do without her. However, her look for the Met episode completely ate and left no crumbs. And honestly, like, this is kind of hot tea, but, like, she did better on that look on the show than at half of the people at the actual Met have done. Like, that was, like, such a fucking good look.
0: The shot of her walking across the street with her, with her husband, husband carrying her fabric, it was so good. The train. It was so good. The
1: one thing that killed me, though, so do you... Okay, well, we won't talk on this too long, because if you guys haven't watched it, you're like, what are you guys even talking about? But... Do you remember the scene where she's, like, on the sidewalk before they started that long walk stretch scene and she's talking to her husband? It was killing me because production, film crew, like, nobody fixed. One of the feathers was, like, coming straight (laughs) down in the back and it wasn't her headpiece. Like, part of it got bent or something. And it pissed me off that nobody fixed it and corrected it because I'm like, look, this is, like, a very simple scene to retake. You guys are just talking. You already have all the makeup on. Like, fucking fix it and then go back and redo it. But that's just coming from someone who's, like, majorly into fashion. Because if that had been my design and they let that slide, I would have been like, what the hell?
0: I get that, yeah.
1: So, moving on from In Just Like That, Garrett. There's a new show that I think you need to watch. Because I watched the whole thing in one night. Okay. Literally, the whole thing. Based on a true story on Peacock is so fucking good. So, like, really brief. It's basically, like a girl who's obsessed with true crime podcasts, just like I am, and she basically, like, this is kind of a spoiler alert also, but, you know, whatever. She basically kind of gets inside info and finds out who this, like, local West Side Ripper is, like, the serial killer that's going rampant in their town, and instead of turning him into the police, she basically, like, blackmails him into being on a podcast with her so that they can make millions of dollars off of his crimes. And it's really funny in certain scenes. It's really fucking scandalous and saucy and like crazy. But it's just like an easy watch. It was fun to watch. And like I said, I binged the whole thing in one night. So
0: I, I would recommend watch. it. So I need to watch this, <laughs> what you're telling me, all right? Another, Basically. One, another one on the list, I will add for sure.
1: Yes. And so next, kind of speaking on that, since that's true crimey, I'm going to pull up the post really quick. So... For anyone who is interested in true crime, a major breakthrough has happened today, or at least I've found out about it today. Um, the there is a suspect arrested in the Long Island serial killer murders. So the Lisk murderer, M- Lisk murders, they finally have a suspect. So this is um, a direct quote from a Rolling Stone article that Crime Junkie reposted. So. That, you know, just so you guys have all of this, and the article is by Daniel kreps or sorry, Daniel Krebs. So Suffolk County Police detained 59-year-old Massapequa, Massapequa, I'm sorry, Massapequa man Rex Herman. Herman. Her. Friday, more than a decade after at least 10 bodies were found along a desolate stretch of Gilgo Beach. So this is pretty freaking crazy. Like this is, um, let's see, when was the last list murder?
0: That's so crazy, Chloe. It's always so crazy when they find a suspect so many years after. Like it just gives me hope for some of the cold cases that we know of, and I just hold on to that. And I hope that this is the real guy. And I want to learn more.
1: I just like quickly googled this, so it might not be completely accurate, but I believe that the Long Island serial killer a.k.a. Lisk, was active from the early 90s until about 2010, 2011. So this means since 2011, this man's been walking around free after doing all of these terrible things, and now this 59-year-old suspect, I mean, he hasn't been charged, but the suspect has finally been caught and is detained and is in police custody, and it's fucking crazy when that happens. Like, I'm mind-blown over it. If you guys have never heard this story, but you are into true crime, go and listen, but I will say, like, it's not an easy case. Like this man is, if this is really him, like this, whoever did this is a deranged, crazy, violent person. So it's a very intense crime, but I really hope that it's actually him and that he gets charged because those victims and their families and their community deserve that justice.
0: I totally agree. That just gives me hope for so many other cases. And Mm -hmm. that's just wild. And I I hope for the victim's family's sake that it isn't. Because imagine just getting it drug up for no reason and it not being him. So I do hope that it was a strong lead and just prayers for the family. Because, uh, I I mean, mean, that's just trauma above anything. But I hope, I I mean.
1: I don't think at this point they would have arrested him had they not had really strong evidence because of all those reasons. So I agree with everything you're saying. But it also gives me hope because... Like, this isn't the first really, like, old true crime case or, you know, murder case that we are newly solving in, like, the 2020s. I really hope that that continues to happen, and it gives me hope because all those families have just been sitting around waiting for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and a lot of them, like, unfortunately, a lot of those family members have passed away without ever getting justice after they lose a loved one to murder, and... It just really gives me hope that like okay the police are still working in the background there are still people on it it's not just put in a drawer and thrown away and they lock the key you know exactly so i will update you guys more the more that i find out about that
0: please do that's super exciting and i had no idea so i just learned something i'm ready like keep me updated so i'm excited
1: yes okay so i only have two more things and then i'll i want to hear what you're obsessed with but i finished another colleen hoover book over like week and everything and it's called Layla so anybody who's into reading check out Layla by Colleen Hoover and or if you've already read it tell me what you thought about it it was so good very spooky very disturbing very weird and it's the first time in my life I've ever read like a paranormal like ghost story Oh, okay. Which is kind of weird. And she wrote it during the pandemic. So it was kind of like a totally different thing for her, too. She's never written anything paranormal either, but it was like, might as well try something different. And my friend Sarah had given me a few of Colleen Hoover's books, and I gave her some of my books whenever I moved away. We kind of did a little trade. And everything I've ever read by Colleen Hoover, I've really liked. So I didn't even read the back of this book, I just started it. And once I got to the scenes where, like, we start talking about ghosts, I'm like, wait, what? Is this a freaking ghost story? And it was. And it was so good. I ate it up. It's a quick read. And I would highly recommend it. Like, Colleen Hoover can do no wrong, in my opinion. So, 10 out of 10.
0: Hey, I believe that because the name of that book triggers me. So, I'm sure it is spooky. Oh, okay. So, moving on to Celery and Ranch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, lately, I've been obsessed with celery and ranch. It is my summertime snack that I am all over lately. <laughs> Garrett, stop. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You're killing me. Um, if you know, you know. So celery and ranch is really my passion right now. I've been all over. It's very refreshing. I like to give Luffy a little bit of the celery every time <laughs> I eat it. And that's really all I have going on in my life. <laughs>
0: Some yummy snacks. I love a good celery and ranch moment. Like it, like you said, it really is refreshing. Like if it is hot. It really out, so. does
1: hit. And like, I just want to say, once we get to the main course of today, Layla by Colleen Hoover kind of goes with the main course because that would be a really good entertainment option for our main course. And celery and ranch is a really good snack option for our main course. So
0: there you go. Just.
1: Just let that little teaser sit with you while Garrett tells us what he's obsessed with.
0: So I have a few things I'm obsessed with this week. The first thing is a TV show that I want Chloe to watch. So the show is called Crappy Lake, and it's on a... It's Bravo. So it's basically...
1: Let me me Google this.
0: So it's these two women that were previously on Roni, Real Housewives of New York. But if you know... Ronnie was canceled the whole show and these women don't have a show anymore so they sent them to Crappy Lake which is in Benton, Illinois and the whole premise is basically Simple Life 2.0 except they're 50 year old women and it's so funny.
1: I'm watching it literally like immediately. That sounds so good.
0: It premiered last week. The first two episodes are only 30 minutes long and they're so funny guys so it's these two like rich women that like live in lux that like move to this small town and the goal is like to help them like better those little small town in illinois and it's so cute i could not recommend it enough i was actually laughing out loud it comes out every sunday I watch it live, so watch with me, guys. Me and Jared are actually watching like old seasons of Real Housewives of New York right now, and they're on it. So watching them in like 2023, being like these crazy women in Benton, Illinois, is, like they're like for example, they went like catfish hunting with their hands, and like Luann, who used to be a countess, was like Luann is
1: so good, too. so she's good, so entertaining.
0: And she's fl- she's back flirting, Chloe, because you know Luann from um, Ultimate Girls Trip. So of she's, course,
1: she's flirting.
0: She they went to the fire department or fire um, department. Yeah. And she was eating up. Oh, my
1: up. God. Luann was in heat.
0: No, she was. She was like, where do you work out? And they took her to the gym. And she was like, Oh, like, your muscles are so big, like, filling on him. And she's so funny, guys. Like, I cannot... Re- it's a light, easy show to watch. And like I said, it's only 30 minutes, so it's really quick. I cannot recommend it enough. It's super funny. And, Chloe, I think you would love it. So, please That's watch... That's
1: perfect because I need a new show. And it's also really convenient for our listeners because every single show that we're talking about is pretty much... Yeah, every show that we're talking about lately is on Peacock. So it's like one stop shop for you guys.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I cannot recommend that enough. Everyone go watch. And then I only have one more thing I'm obsessed with, which is where I moved because we have a downtown where I live and it has like markets and local bars. So the first day we moved, we were like, let's just go out and look around. And it's I don't even know how to describe it's like a park but there's like local bars and pubs and when we were there they had like this fresh market where they had like little tents set up for everything and it just so honestly, like a very
1: like outdoor indoor like walking through the grass to go different spots kind of exactly, situation
0: exactly very like oh, family
1: that.
0: very family oriented there's a brewery right beside it so it's like very downtown oh. but like small and like just what I've been wanting and like we don't have where we're from or where we used to live, there's nothing like that. So it's just mm-hmm. refreshing just, like, to stumble upon, not even planned, And just, like, every time I go out, I see something new and something I want to do. So that's what I'm obsessed with. Like, I'm just super happy with where I ended up and... I'm obsessed, so I'm just super happy about that. And that's one thing I was just super stressed about was, like, i hopefully making the right decision, and I really feel good about this. So, yeah, yeah. I cannot wait for Chloe to come and visit because I have <sighs> so much to show you, and same as you, like, I cannot wait to come visit you because we have just so much yes. to do together and form me We do, memories. finally. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: I'm I'm feeling the same way, Garrett. Like, it actually is so fun to live somewhere new. The one thing I want to touch on is, like, driving around and not, eat, like, stumbling on things. Like, you're yeah. not even expecting to find something, and it's like, oh, my God, I have to to check that out later and there's like so much so much where i'm living too is like a obviously a huge city and it's growing i just learned during my double decker tour today that 200 people move to austin every single day oh wow crazy so it's like growing at this ridiculous rate so there's constantly more stuff being built every single day and i'm like i'm never going to be able to explore this whole city
0: exactly which i love it's so fun
1: also, side note, um, they definitely just did always remember us this way on A Star is Born in the Other Room, and it was really loud. So if you guys heard that, you know, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah.
0: So speaking of some music, Chloe, what is your music of the week, Bestie?
1: Well, my song of the week is my favorite beach song of all time. <laughs> teaser um so my favorite all-time beach song is definitely malibu by miley cyrus and like obviously you guys know we love mc and i'm not going to pick an mc song every single week i promise but i can't lie when i say like nothing hits at the beach like malibu it's just really perfection so that's my song of the week absolutely so good other than that like i've just been like garrett said doing bathroom concerts so like i've been really going through through all my music lately (laughs) and I've been really having like a heavy music week. So it's too hard to pick just one, but my favorite beach song is Malibu.
0: I love it. So I have a little bit of news this week before I give my song of the week. So Troy Savon, he is a musician who used to be, he started actually on YouTube and I've known him since like 2013 and he released a new song called rush. And I sent it to Chloe, and I was telling her, this is basically the new Padam Padam by Kylie Minogue. The Australians are taking over the summer anthems. So this song was teased heavily. I'm okay with
1: that. I'm I am okay too. i okay with that.
0: I love Australian Invasion, babe. I'm open to it. So <laughs> this song has been teased on TikTok for, like, the past two months. And it's, like, the verse was on it, so, like, everyone was, like, loving it. But you know how that goes sometimes when it, a song's too hyped up just on a little snippet? It could be very mm-hmm. bad, but I have mm-hmm. good news. I'm obsessed with this song. It gets me dancing with Padum Padum. So like back to back, I'm dancing my little booty off. And he actually announced his new album called Something to Give Each Other is coming out. I believe September, October. I could be wrong on that, allegedly, but Rush is soon. Yeah, Rush is out now. So go give it a listen. And that relates to my song of the week because I am obsessed with Easy by Troy Sivan and Casey Musgraves, featuring Mark Ronson. So the, good. So good. The way their voices go together and the way Mark Ronson produced this song, I mean, anything Mark Ronson produces, like Miley Cyrus said, it's custom It like, fits like a custom outfit. So it's so good, so unique, and it's, like, a one-off song. It's not on any album or any project. It's just, like, a single they put out, and it's so unique and good to both of their styles. So I would highly recommend to go give it a listen, and it's a beat too. And like I could get to it, I could vibe. It's
1: also a good beach song.
0: But yeah, very much that. Which beach? Which beach, what, what? What? But,
1: but, but beach. What? Be, don't be a beach. Don't be a beach. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a beach. Be a bestie. Come yeah. on.
0: Come on, guys. So our main course this week, we're gonna be diving into some beach talk, guys. We're gonna give we're you all. We're
1: gonna the- be diving into the ocean.
0: I'm about to dive in. In. So we're gonna be giving you some tips, tricks, all of our advice to have the perfect beach day. Because me and Chloe have had many beach trips together, so we've kind of perfected this our little routine. So we're gonna spell. What we
1: like, what we like to do, our do's and don'ts, what we've learned through the years
0: exactly first
1: things first honestly so we have a lot of notes here and some of these are garrett's notes so i don't want to jump onto his, his notes but i will jump onto one of them because this is also very important for me babes sunscreen all day at the beach reapply if you get in the water dry off and reapply like sun is so damaging to your skin so you really have to take care of it sun damage is not a joke it's not funny melanoma kills people so you gotta reapply sunscreen all day. I don't care if you're dark toned. I don't care if you don't burn. You need the sunscreen. So to speak on sunscreen a little bit, I just want to say one thing. Make sure that your sunscreens are reef friendly, okay? Because the sunscreen that you wear, whether you even get in the water or not, it goes in the water. And you want to make sure that it's going to be eco-friendly because after all, like, we're invading all of those ocean creatures space when we go to the beach. So we have to respect that. Like you wouldn't go and spray perfume all over in like the woods or something. So you just have to think about where you are and like read the room.
0: Exactly. And
1: Garrett. So I want to talk about like some favorite brands of sunscreen. I love Sunbum and Sunbum is reef friendly. It's eco friendly. It's all natural cruelty free, all the good stuff. And I know that you are really into a specific face sunscreen that you've been using for a long time. Do you want to talk about it?
0: I am obsessed with super goop. Super goop was one of the first companies to create a sunscreen made without oxybenzone, one of which is Mm -hmm. ocean pollution. So no, it is, it is re friendly and it is everything. Like it's cruelty free. I love super goop. It per like Chloe said, it's not even about, getting color it's about protecting your skin from years of damage because it's not reversible mm-hmm. it's very damaging it can cause all different types of diseases and stuff like so it's And just sun. like
1: ugly sunspots like Exactly. So just blemishes.
0: Pre- just protect yourself bestie like the easiest thing to do to help yourself in the long run because like imagine yes. 20 years from now like yeah it's not affecting us right now but in 20 years when you're 40 you're like damn babes i wish i just put a little bit of sunscreen on come on it's yeah. the easiest and, thing like to the do.
1: common misconception is that if you put sunscreen on or like sunblock that you're not going to get any color like no you'll still get color you just won't get burnt and you won't get damaged exactly and if you're getting like 10 shades darker in a weekend like think about what that's doing to your skin. You know, like it's really not good to jump from like one shade to 10 shades darker in a short period of time. Like you're burning your body. Yes. Um, you should, everyone should really be wearing sunscreen on your face every single day. Like that should be part of your skincare routine anyways. So just protect yourself besties. There are refriendly, friendly affordable like CVS brands and things like that too. Maybe not CVS brands, don't quote me on that, but you know, like lower budget options. So make sure that your sunscreen is reef friendly, eco-friendly and in date so that you're not just spraying it on you for literally no reason.
0: Exactly, I echo everything. So moving on, one of my tips for the beach is the earlier the better, specifically if you go to the same beach, like me and Chloe have our one spot that we love to get at Jekyll Island, which we'll get into later. But if you have, like, I mean, if you don't really mind like the parking situations and like waiting in line stuff, you can go at any time. But I just find that the earlier the better, just because you can find a space, it won't be crowded, and just like create your energy. Like that's what I yeah. like to do. It's like um get our spot, relax and then that just sets you up for a better day because I also like to by like four o'clock, I like to go and like get dinner somewhere or stuff. So I like to get my sunbathing like early afternoon and then kind of go out a little earlier. But I mean that's just I guess preference, but from my experience it's always better to go a little earlier for me.
1: Yeah. You get the most ideal spot the earlier that you're there. Like, I mean, personally, I don't like going to beaches where it's completely packed and you're like two or three feet away from the next group. Like, that's just not relaxing to me. That's not like my vibe for a beach. So I don't typically go to beaches like that. Like I don't think I'll ever go to like Panama city beach or something like that where it's so populated, but the earlier you go and again like if you are staying from morning until 4 p.m reapply that sunscreen like maybe even bring some kind of a sunshade or something like an umbrella something that you can put up over you so that when you need a little break from that sun you have a little bit of shade stay safe
0: stay stay safe so i want to now touch on two beaches that me and chloe have visited often tybee island and jekyll island so tybee is right off of like right beside Savannah which is where me and Chloe are from and this is also where the last song by Miley Cyrus was filmed just a little fun fact about that but if you are going to Tybee my biggest tip would be to go to the North Beach because mm-hmm. if you go to where the pier is it's so busy that it's kind of like Panama City or one of those places where you're kind of beside each other like super mm-hmm. close so it North Beach is starting to get a little bit more populated throughout the years but I would still recommend that over going to the main beach.
1: If you guys ever do make a trip to Tybee or to go to Savannah, like make time to go to Tybee. I think it's worth it. Like coming from Savannah, a lot of people give Tybee a really hard time. Like they say it's like a ratchet beach and stuff. I don't think so. Like maybe towards the boardwalk, it might be a little bit ratchet. But like I've always had a really good time at Tybee. They have really big jetties, which are just like basically big boulders on the beach, which are cool. You can kind of hide in them, get some shade. It's fun to explore, I really like it. And if you go to Tybee, if you've never been there before, go over to like towards the pier, towards the downtown like city area and try a little Wet Willies. It's a frozen alcoholic beverage if you're 21 and up and they're worth the try. They have locations around Savannah. They have them in multiple states and cities. If you've already had it before, you know it's good, but it's definitely worth a trip if you're in Tybee. And I wanna mention, Tybee was where the last song was filmed, but they filmed a lot on Tybee Beach. Yes. Um, I remember, I was watching The Girl from Plainville, which is kind of like a based on a true story, true crime type show, and it has Elle Fanning in it. And no, is it Elle Fanning? I don't, I don't know if it is or not. I can't remember. But anyways, they filmed that on Tybee Island, and I actually didn't know it was Tybee until I see her driving past, like lighthouse pizza. And I was like, Oh my God, that's tiny island. Like I know exactly where she's at. So it's kind of cool. They film a lot of movies and stuff in Georgia and that's just like a little fun fact, but Jekyll Island, Garrett, tell everybody what is so special about our beach on Jekyll Island.
0: So our beach that we go to is driftwood beach, which is at the very end of the island and if you ever go to Jekyll there is a toll that you do have to pay I think it's like seven or eight bucks it's not too bad but that makes up for parking on the island like anywhere you park is free which is super nice so go down to Driftwood Beach and on this beach is like trees and like Driftwood. driftwood
1: giant tree sized driftwood
0: giant and they're just all over the beach as far as you can see and me and Chloe love to go to this one specific place where it's literally like a jungle kind of I don't it's even know like how to a whole it.
1: different beach experience um if you're listening if you've never been there yet google it right now just to see what it looks like driftwood beach jekyll island that's j-e-k-y-l-l island and it's beautiful you can get some insane photography if you're into that like it's really fun it's really cool and honestly girl i just want to say how lucky are we that every single time we've ever been to driftwood we've gotten our spot because every time we're like what if we don't get our spot it won't be the same but we always got our spot every single time
0: we get it and it's it's an iconic staple piece for us and like Chloe said, there's no other beach I've ever been to is like, yeah, I mean, obviously other beaches have driftwood, but not to this extent, and I even did my senior pictures for high school at this beach, because, like, it's just mm-hmm. super cool, like, it's just unique, and the island Beautiful. itself, yeah, just right, actually, even if you leave driftwood beach, the whole island of Jekyll is super clean, super fun, they have, like, an RV park, I think that'd be such a cool place to, like, give mm-hmm. kids to come and just, like, Family camp vacay. out, yeah, super nice
1: it's very bike friendly too so if you were gonna do like a trip there like bring your if you're gonna road trip and stay on Jekyll Island bring some bikes or like a scooter or something like that because to get around from you know restaurant to restaurant that kind of thing beach to restaurant that's really fun there's also some historic like kind of ruins on the island that's fun to check out there are nature trails really cute little beach houses which Garrett and I love to drive around and look at the houses it's really worth a trip like it's honestly I would say it's pretty much the best beach I've ever been to.
0: For sure. I would drive an extra hour to go there because like it's just And we do. Yeah, exactly. It's like a staple and it's consistent. Like i always have a good time there. So highly recommend yes. that. And that leads into my next point. Before you go to any beach, always do research on some good food slash like bar areas because that's always a hassle. Like if after a long day of like tanning, you're tired, you don't want to try to like research stuff to go to. Like just do that beforehand and that'll just make the day so much easier, especially if you are on Tybee. A good place is Huckapoo's Pizza. I was
1: just going to say Huckapoo's. If you're going to go to Tybee Beach off of Savannah, go to Huckapoo's Best Pizza Ever and a super fun Environment And huckapoos is nestled into this little area that has some shops and some little trinket places and stuff like that. And on Tybee Island, if you're not into pizza at the end of the day, there's another place that is a must visit for Tybee Island. It's called the Crab Shack. It's where the elite eat in their bare feet. Yes. <laughs> and it's the cutest little shack. So that was like, I remember well before I ever moved to Georgia, we took a trip to Savannah, like a vacation there one time. And we went to crab sh- to the Crab Shack, and I never forgot about it. And once we moved there, like, I wanted to go to the Crab Shack as often as I possibly could. Honestly, it's just, like, such a fun time. Get a t-shirt from the Crab Shack while you're there. Like, just honestly experience the whole thing. Live it up. Because that's really part of it. Like, when you go to the beach, it's not just about, like, going to the beach, but it's getting the whole, like, island time, like, island vibe feel. And you want to really... Making an experience
0: exactly it's such a good vibe there you know like it's, it is and the food is so good too so a staple as well both of those places are amazing
1: well one thing i want to mention garrett that you kind of already touched on so when you're going to the beach you know back in the day when i was in michigan and we'd go to like the lake beaches which is not obviously like a beach beach but you know what i mean The Great Lakes are basically an ocean. They're huge. So when I used to go to the Great Lake beaches, I would always just bring a towel and just lay on a towel on the sand, but not anymore, babes. I'm old now, so like bringing a chair or one of those little like lounging, like lay down chair, chaise things, or hammocks if you're on Driftwood Beach where you can hang a hammock, something like that really elevates the trip. It'll make you more comfortable. It helps you not get so covered in sand all the time. And if you're gonna eat anything, like it's just a lot better to eat in a chair than sitting on the sand eating. That's obviously a personal preference, but you can always still lay on the sand if you want to just have the chair as an option, you know? You can set your stuff on it so it doesn't get all sandy. Like sometimes also, the sand gets freaking hot. And sometimes, like, I'm already hot from the sun pounding down on me. I don't want to also lay on hot sand so that it's hot from both sides. You know, like, that's just... It can be intense. If you like to tan, get one of those chairs that has a hole for your face so that you can lay on your stomach or on your back and tan. And that kind of leads into my next point, too. If you're a reader or, like, a beach reader, I love to read a good book on a beach. Not going to do that without a chair, babes. You need the chair. And... Colleen Hoover is a great option for some beach books. I just, I'll just say that
0: (laughs) we love Colleen Hoover. So something I think you should bring is some extra clothes. I don't know. Just sand gets everywhere and to be comfortable, even driving home. Like it just Mm -hmm. elevates your experience and you're not uncomfortable, which is like, ruins the whole vibe of the beach. Just want to have like a chill vibe. So that's one thing I highly recommend bringing.
1: I'm so with you on that. I will absolutely never go to the beach without bringing literally head to toe a whole new set. Like, of something to change into, you don't even have to like bring it onto the beach either. You can leave it in your car, and like, I change in my car all the time. You just have to yeah. be careful about it, obviously, like be safe <laughs> and be, you know, respectful. But another thing, like, not just sand getting everywhere, but like sand is dirty at the end of the day. So, like, you get this like grimy feel. Your clothes feel like stiff and grimy, and there's sunscreen on them, and you've been sweating and all that stuff. So, Fresh set of clothes, especially for the drive home. Or like Garrett said, if you're going to go to a restaurant afterwards, definitely. And it can be a giant t-shirt and some shorts. Like it doesn't have to be anything fancy, but just comfort. Like that's what it's about. And if your beach has those little hoses at the end where you can like shower off, like babes do it because even when you don't think you're Sandy, you're Sandy, (laughs) you know,
0: you you will not regret it one bit. Mm -mm. So one thing not to bring to the beach specifically for men Mm -hmm. are flip-flops. Now, I'm just going to say this one time for all the besties listening, and I speak for Chloe as well. Mm -hmm. Men, no flip-flops for the love of God because no one wants to see a tiny piece of fabric between your two toes. It's gross, it's grimy, and it makes everyone nauseous around you. Like I know my place in the world. I'm a man. Babes, I don't own a pair of flip-flops. Like
1: And po- you never will.
0: I never will, babe. So when I was young, before my brain was developed, I was forced to. So now that trauma has stuck with me. And the hair on your toes, I don't want to see it, guys. Like Birkenstocks, Crocs, like anything is better than flip-flops slides. at this point. Slides, even
1: like athletic slides. Like I don't even Any- care.
0: Anything is better than flip-flops. Like same. Garrett
1: said, like I don't want to see man toes being forcefully separated ever. <sighs> it makes me just like yours and it makes me nauseous it makes me uncomfortable it makes me nervous and it makes me question your sanity
0: and no matter what you you're wearing you can be the sexiest human the best outfit if you're wearing a pair of flip-flops it ruins everything
1: I'm sorry like this is a mean thing to say but i'm just gonna go ahead and say (laughs) like flip-flops make you look poor always like they just really kind of do like even if they're those rainbow flip-flops that are like fifty dollars like they just always make you look like you came out of like A shack.
0: Yeah, it's not my thing at all.
1: It's not my thing either, like to each their (laughs) own, but like you would never see us or anyone at our beach tent.
0: Never. flip flops. (laughs) Not in this household at all. No.
1: No. (laughs) So something that you should bring to the beach, this is specific kind of, not just for girls, but anyone who has like color treated hair or sensitive hair or curly hair. Just a little tip that I've learned through the years. They do make sprays for your hair that have SPF. So if you color treat your hair, SPF spray for your hair will help protect that color. I know Paul Mitchell has one. It's really good, but I'm sure there are different various options. And another thing for me, you would never see me get into the water at the beach without first putting either real conditioner or a leave-in conditioner or some kind of product on my hair just to create a barrier between my hair and that salt water because it will suck all of the moisture right out of your head your scalp the whole damn thing and your hair will be frizzy and broken and like fucked after that now obviously like beach hair and like the beachy wave and the textured hair and all that is a vibe but like you're gonna go home and shower anyways so just protect your hair especially if it's color treated throw on some spf throw in a leave-in conditioner throw in something because like babes you don't want your hair like crunchy at the end of the day
0: you said it and like like you said especially on color treated hair like basically it'll ruin it or chemical
1: treated hair like if you've gotten a perm or like one of those like japanese straightening treatments take care of it and i mean if you're doing that stuff to your hair anyways you're putting hundreds of dollars into your hair like protect it at the beach wear a hat too because that's extra sun protection and it'll keep you cool wear sunglasses protect your eyes for the love of god like. Sunglasses are on par equally as important to sunscreen because sun will damage your eyes to the point where you will go blind early. Like, it can really mess you up. Garrett and I both have light-colored eyes, so, like, we need sunglasses. We can't even go outside without them. But, again, like my boyfriend, he has darker pigment and he has dark brown eyes and he doesn't feel like he needs them all the time but I'm like yes you do because you will get to the point where you're 45 and you can't read without glasses or something like that you know just protect your eyes you can get a lot of damage so the sun like if you think about it the sun is a giant ball of fiery fire I mean it is probably one of the most damaging things on the planet that can affect humans so like do you really think you're stronger than the sun are you a tough are you a tough guy I didn't think so okay bring that water drink that water like obviously cockies are a must with lots of ice like you need your little cocktails and alcohol is great on the beach super fun be responsible make sure you have a dd don't over drink because you will throw up if you get sun like heat stroke plus alcohol like it's happened to me i will go ahead and say it like (laughs) i've been been one white claw over the limit and vomited on the beach before so you don't want to be me learn from my mistakes for every cocktail glass of water yes every cocktail a little bit more water you know because yeah. you're dehydrating constantly while you're there anyways but garrett speaking of which what are your favorite cockies for the beach
0: my tried and true is a white claw you know that i love good seltzer like you said the main thing i want to say is hydrate 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 because, like Chloe said, you're in the sun, so you're as much as you can take it in, you're losing it. So, just hydrate as much as you can. Like, we love a good cocky, there's always a time and place for a cocky, but be responsible. And yeah, that's my that's my white claw is my choice of drink. What's your beach choice?
1: I love a good beer on the beach, especially like a Corona or like a Dos Equis something light and refreshing. I also like a seltzer, or sometimes, like, I remember when Jared brought some like raspberry lemonade and some like fun stuff to make like a little vodka cocktail on the beach. Garrett and I love a little vodka Powerade combo or like a vodka Gatorade. And that's a really good option for the beach because you're getting those electrolytes while you're getting your vodka, okay? But still drink water in between, still drink plain Powerade in between something. But I mean, I think those are all really good options there. I mean, I'm ready for a cocky right now.
0: Chloe, I forgot about our Powerade and vodka era. So good, I love.
1: And while you're drinking all those cockies and you're dehydrating, don't forget to pack your beach snacks, babe, because everybody loves a good snack on the beach and nothing hits like a beach Sammy. I love a sandwich on the beach, whether you stop at like Subway or Potbellies or Jersey Mike's or whatever and get a sub on the way or you go to like Publix and get a big whole thing Mm. of pre-made sliders or you're making sandwiches at home. Nothing hits like a beach sammy. Just don't get sand in your sammy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I agree. Those sandwiches hit on the beach, especially after a few cockies or like you get into the ocean. Like you've been playing, yeah, playing, playing hit, mermaids. Exactly. It it's different, babes.
1: <laughs> and, you know, like chips are good. Fruit is good. All those things. But the sammy, that's what really does it that's for me. That's a
0: classic. And now I'm going to steal this from you because... This is essential for a good beach trip. A playlist. Now, something that Chloe said on our notes is, create it the night before. Because you don't want to be stressed at all at the beach. So, create it the night before. Create all of the good tunes. Like riptide malibu all the classics Island in the
1: sun exactly a little bit it. of kenny chesney never hurt anybody at the beach you exactly. know? no shirt no shoes no problem
0: exactly like that and also going on with the playlist bring a speaker because mm-hmm. don't be the people that like bring like the giant ones that the whole beach can hear but like bring your little personal speaker create a little So that vibe. your little
1: vibe can, like, your little tribe can vibe.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's, like, a must. Like, that, because imagine just being at the beach and, like, hearing everyone, like, screaming. No, like, create your little vibe, get your music going, and It just honestly elevates the experience to a whole new level in my opinion. And
1: I have to say like Garrett and I typically, we have a chill playlist that he's created years ago and he continues to add to it and he shares it with me. So I listen to his chill playlist all the time. So it's basically like our chill playlist now. And sometimes I'll send him song suggestions for it as well. And we got a little bit lazy, I will say, because most of the time we just shuffle that chill playlist. But honestly, like it's also more fun to create an individual playlist for each beach trip. Yeah, with, like your new songs, like whatever you're feeling for the people who are going with you. Like, it's just fun.
0: It's super you know? fun. And
1: you can share it with everybody and then they can add to it. Whatever.
0: I cannot recommend I, that. Enough. I
1: literally have a playlist that's called Beachin and it's my beach playlist. Beachin. And I've been playing it <laughs> with my mom because it's got some like relatively mild songs that she can jam to with me but yeah i've got my little beach in with my little beach umbrella playlist like we've got it all
0: (laughs) got it all Um, i love it
1: and along with that like you want to make sure you've got a portable charger because obviously there ain't no plugs on the beach so you don't want to be the one who's on aux and then all of a sudden your phone dies and you guys are just like out for the count so bring that portable charger charge your phone the night before bring your sunnies all the good stuff but i will say like we've been telling you guys all the stuff to bring But one thing that I always try not to do is overpack for the beach because you're already like dragging stuff, carrying it around. It's hot, like it's a lot of work. You don't need to bring extra stuff. But one thing that I always bring to the beach and you always want to keep that thing strapped on you, a little bit of hand sanny. I like to throw some hand sanitizer and some lip balm with SPF in my bag because those are two things that I actually do reapply through the day. My lips get super chapped. They also need SPF, babes. just a chapstick without SPF is doing the opposite of what you want. That's just drawing the sun right there. So chapstick with FPF, SPF and hand sanitizer before you eat that Sammy. Like, don't be nasty because, like, all the sand is dirty. The water is dirty. Like, you're sweating. You need some a way to clean up before you're going to eat. Or if you have access to, like, an actual bathroom or, like, somewhere where you can wash your hands. But just keep an eye on that. Like, don't be gross.
0: Be clean. Come on.
1: Be clean. And the last thing that I will say is if you have a dog that is like a beach dog, like a little beach boy like mine, some things you want to keep in mind, bring an extra jug of water just for them because they're going to need even more water than you need at the beach, okay? Because they've got a full coat of hair. They're going to be hot. Make sure that you're hydrating your dog because, again, like that can really overheat them. And one tip that I just learned from TikTok is... If you ever think that your dog is hot, don't ever pour water on their fur like on their back because what it actually can do is trap the heat in their fur. Their fur will take forever to actually fully dry off and it like draws more heat to their back and it heats up the water on their back and then they're even hotter. So make sure they're drinking the water. If they want to cool down, they'll get in the beach like in the ocean. but some fun tips would be like freezing treats into ice cubes or freezing their favorite toys so that they have like a refreshing busy bone to keep them entertained bring doggy wipes for their sandy paws if you have like a long line leash bring that if you're on a beach where you have space so that your dog can run around a little bit and explore i mean my dog is not the type of dog that can go off leash he's just not capable of it he will skedaddle away So I bring an extra long leash, tie it to one of the trees at Driftwood Beach and let him do his thing. Make sure if you are bringing a dog that you do bring some source of shade, like an umbrella or something like that, because they're not there to suntan. So like they will get hot, they will need shade. But bring your doggos, make sure, learn from our life lesson. Make sure to research the beach ahead of time and make sure that it's dog friendly before you show up cuz we I ruined a beach day that way.
0: Tybee is not dog friendly if you're listening now. That's <laughs> why.
1: Driftwood Beach is, is yes. Tybee is not. Um but yeah, keep like keep an eye on the heat of the sand on their paws. So like yes. my dog has dog booties. They're not for fashion, they're not to embarrass him. They protect they're to protect his paws a lot of the time. In a beach parking lot there's going to be broken glass because everybody's bringing alcohol to the beach bringing bottles of beer stuff like that so dog booties to protect their feet from the hot sand the hot pavement and or glass and that's like pretty much all she wrote
0: that's all she wrote babes i think that's a pretty good list guys we love a good beach trip and sadly me and take one this year, but I cherish our memories, and that doesn't mean that we're not gonna have some in the future, because we love a good beach trip, and we hope that you learned some stuff today, and if you have any tips that we missed, let us know.
1: Also, don't forget, either throw it in your bag, leave it in the car, or have some at home. Aloe vera, perfect for if you get a sunburn. When you get home and you shower, moisturize your skin, because like I said, you've been dehydrated all day. You're basically like that scene in the SpongeBob movie where they get all dried out. Like, you got to rehydrate your skin. Take care of it, babes. Don't be a beach. Hydrate don't, your skin.
0: Don't be a beach, guys. Uh, and on that note, I love you so much, and I love everyone for listening, guys. If you want to follow us on Instagram at EFBF Podcast, we post all the behind-the-scenes content, everything we talk about in the episodes, and we let you guys know when we upload new episodes and extra podcasts. So, Follow us over there and on our TikTok at EFBF podcast as well. And yeah, don't forget to rate us as well on Spotify because we do have a rating, but the more the merrier, guys.
1: Of course. And we have some really exciting stuff coming up on the horizon. So come back, tune in next week on Sunday because we have some super fun stuff coming up and we're really excited. We've got some anniversary episodes coming up. I'm so
0: excited. Have fun at the beach and don't be a beach. And we love you. And we'll see you next episode, guys. Mm. (coughs) Bye.